my joy to honor you in all I do. I honor you. I'm forgiven because you were forsaken. I'm accepted.
come off those boxes, you have never seen such pure joy. This is amazing. As you can see, the children's faces, they are excited as they open up the gifts for the first time. What makes the gifts more than just gifts is the message that comes with the gift. This is the opportunity for a child to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. The mission of Operation Christmas Child never changes. Children are coming to Jesus and children are taking the gospel to the ends of the earth. Millions of children around the world are being impacted by these simple shoebox gifts. One box can touch not just the child, but the whole family. So we need to keep packing those boxes and pray for the children that God will use this in a very special way. So thank you for being a part of it. God bless you. Good morning. Uh, just a few short announcements while the kids are getting ready. Our Christmas boxes are due next Sunday, and uh, our goal was 200. We have 50. So we're a ways from our goal. Please get them packaged and brought to church next Sunday, and we will be praying over these boxes and the impact they will have next Sunday morning. Our drop-off location that we're doing for the whole western end of the county will now be in the uh, youth building, not the fellowship hall. And uh, the drop-off date was at, uh, left off the sign-up sheet. There's also November 21st, that Monday morning. Uh, the sign-up sheets to help with the drop-off will be back on the front pew after church today. And there'll be three identical copies and so you, you don't have to stand in line and wait for one. But we have morning time needs, evening needs, just lots of needs. So please come and sign up and help. Thank you.
everybody sing. great way to start out our time together, don't you? Uh, those are our children that come on uh, Sunday evenings to our teen kid, and we would like to um, say to all of our, our children that if you would like to be a part of that, it's every Sunday evening at uh, 6 o'clock over in our chapel building, which is the building on this side of the, uh, of the church. Come on up, guys. They're up here. Come on. It's Cassandra. I'm embarrassing her. Come on up. Uh, they meet on this side right over here. And so uh, we would love for all of our children to be a part of that. Uh, that would be awesome. Uh, we, we have opportunities for our kids to do some things in, uh, during our service and as, as we did today. Uh, want to uh, thank you for being here. Today's kind of a, a, a unique day in that we are doing baptism and baby dedication, and we had our children sing. So uh, we're kind of focusing on a theme here. I hope you can catch that. Uh, and that is that family is important. God loves families. And we'll be talking more about that uh, in just a little while. Tom and Linda, look at you. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Glad you f remembered where the church was. <laughs> They moved away, y'all. I'm sorry. They moved away. They moved away. I don't do that to everybody. I'm just doing it for Tom and Linda. Good to see them. He's one of our, uh, one of our former deacons, and it's good to have him and Linda back with us today. We're going to take just a minute to pray together, and then uh, we're going to jump into uh, all of why we're here today. And I appreciate you being here. I want to say thank you to the, the Almond and the Ross families and all their friends for coming out today and, and being a part of this with us. Uh, kind of a special day for our family. So let's take a moment to pray, and we'll get started. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to be in your house today, in this house of worship. We know, Lord, that it's not an accident that we're here, that every one of us that's in this room, Lord, we're here by divine appointment. Long before this day was ever printed upon a calendar somewhere, you knew that this day would come, and so, Lord, you chose to assemble this group on this day in this place. And you did so for a purpose and a reason. And Lord, we don't want to miss that purpose or reason today. So we ask you to open our hearts toward heaven, Lord, as you speak to us through the activities of this day. We pray for those that uh, are being baptized today, Father. We know that for, for them this uh, is an exciting day, but it's also a day of nerves. And we just pray that today will be a great day of celebration for them and that you just calm their nerves we thank you for this precious child that's coming, these parents, these grandparents, all the family that surrounds them today. We just pray, Lord, that you'll bless them. And Lord, as a church body, as, as First Baptist Church of Locust, help us to celebrate with these individuals and with these families today that we will praise you not just for what you're doing in their life, 
But Lord, we will praise you for what you're doing in our own life because you are good. So guide us today in all that we say and do. Open our hearts toward heaven. Give us ears to hear what the Spirit has to say. It's our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as I said, today is a special day um, for the Almond and Ross families in that uh, today is a day that we're uh, having a baby dedication for the newest member of, uh, of our families. And so uh, we're going to take just a moment to celebrate with uh, that dedication. Uh, Miss Emma was supposed to be here today and be dedicated as well. Uh, but she woke up this morning with uh, a fever, and the parents felt that it was best to keep her inside as to not contaminate anybody else and to keep her uh, on the road to recovery. So today we're going to be, uh, be uh, enjoying the baby dedication with uh, Mr. Maddox. So I'm going to invite uh, Megan and Kevin Allman, if they will, to bring uh, Maddox forward. Thank you, guys. All right, so this is uh, Maddox Ross Almond and his dad, Kevin, and his mom, Megan. Uh, you may know them well. This is my daughter, my son-in-law, and grandson. And so today, uh, like I said, is a very special day. I have some questions, though, because here's what we do with, with baby dedication. It's more about parent dedication than it is baby dedication. Um, it's more about the parents agreeing to be uh, godly parents. And so I have some questions that I, I like to ask to the parents and ask them to respond to before we move forward. So I would say to uh, Megan and Kevin, if it's your intention to present this child today to the Lord and to pledge to bring him up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, that as I ask these questions that you would please answer, we do. Kevin and Megan, do you here this day recognize that Maddox is a gift from God and give heartfelt thanks for God's blessing to your family? Kevin and Megan, do you here this day choose to dedicate Maddox to the Lord who gave him to you. And Kevin and Megan, do you hear this day pledge as parents that you will bring Maddox up in the nurture and in the admonition of the Lord? And do you hear this day promise to give Maddox every possible benefit of home, of school, and of church? And lastly, do you hear this day Ask God's blessings upon Maddox's life to guide, guard, and direct him through all of his years. You've heard these parents as they have pledged to raise this child in the fear and admonition of the Lord. So now we're going to take a moment to pray a prayer of dedication over the child. We're going to step down onto the floor to do that, uh, if that's okay. And then I'm going to invite any family members, any friends, uh, any church members, anyone that would like to pray over Maddox with us, if you would make your way up uh, at this time and just kind of surround this family. It's, it's perfectly fine if you have your back to everyone and you're, you, we want your hands on mom and dad or that baby one way or another. So I'm going to ask family, friends, uh, any church members that want to pray over them if you'll come on up. All right, come on up, come on up. Get as close to them as you can. That's all right. We're going to smother them with love and appreciation and prayer. So come on up. You invite any of the uh, family members and friends. 
If you would like to pray a prayer of dedication over Maddox, uh, this is an opportunity for you to do that. As many of you that want to do that can do that. And then when uh, you've each that want to have had that opportunity, then I'll close us with a prayer of dedication as well. So I'm going to open it up to family and friends at this time. Our Father and our God, we come to you today to give you praise and glory and adoration for the blessings that you have poured out upon this family. We thank you, Lord, for how you have blessed Kevin and Megan and Lila with Maddox. We thank you, Lord, that you saw them safely into this world. We thank you, Lord, that you have given him health We pray, Father, now that you continue just to have your presence in his life from this day forward. Lord, that this home will be filled with your love and with your grace, with your mercy. That these parents will have wisdom and understanding. That as they raise this child, Lord, as they raise Lila, Lord, they'll do so in the fear and in the admonition of the Lord. We pray, Lord, for great things in Maddox's life. Most of all, Lord, we pray that on that day when it's, when it's time and when he's ready, that, Lord, he will do as his mom and his dad and his sister has done and give his heart and life to the Lord Jesus Christ, that this family circle will not be broken, but, Lord, that we will all spend eternity in heaven together. Thank you for these family, these friends that have come to bless this family today, Lord. We thank you for them. And we pray, Father, that you would just have your perfect will and way in this life and in this home. Is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you guys so much. Well, the Rosses and the Almonds are very grateful that you have been a part of of what has taken place today. Thank you for that. I want to take just a moment before we move toward baptism uh, as an opportunity to share from God's Word concerning family. I think one of the, the most profound statements that is made by a servant of God is made in the book of Joshua, chapter number 24. Joshua is giving his farewell address to the nation of Israel. His time for leadership is coming to a close. New leadership will be taking place. They have conquered the promised land as God said they would. They are settling in their individual uh, areas and districts around the promised land. And so as Joshua is addressing the people, he he utters these words. Now therefore fear the Lord and serve Him in sincerity and truth. And put away the gods, by the way that's a little g, which your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. If it is disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, then choose for yourself today whom you're going to serve. Whether those gods which your fathers served, which were beyond the river, 
and the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for the gift of family. We know, Lord, that families are special to you. And, Lord, we thank you for those families that reflect your character, that reflect your love. We're mindful, Lord, that in this broken, sinful world that not every family does that. But we know that it's your design and your desire that they do. Lord, I pray that as we take a moment to share your word, that your Holy Spirit will speak to every heart of every parent that's in this place. That, Lord, we will let our commitment be as Joshua's commitment was. That as for our house, as for those that we call family, we will serve you. Guide us in our time together is our humble prayer. In Jesus' holy name, amen. You know, family was the very first institution, if you will, that was created by God. Long before there was a church, long before there were organizations or organized groups, there was family. God created Adam, and he created for him that perfect mate. And Eve. And he put them together, creating that very first family. And then he said to them, as he joined them together as lifelong partners, he said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Bring offspring into the world. It was part of his plan. It was his plan that we function within that structure of family as brothers and sisters, as moms and dads, as sons and daughters and grandparents and uncles and aunts and whatever family may look like in your context, God created us to function within the structure of family. When Joshua makes this declaration here in, jo- in Joshua chapter 24, yes, he's, in, he's, he's giving us a pledge that encompassed obedience to God. But he, it goes so much farther than that. It goes so much farther than just a parent being obedient to God. Because Embedded in this and in God's commands in Deuteronomy chapter 6, we find that it was in the context of family that God's statutes, God's ordinances, God's will, God's law was to be passed down from generation to generation. It was never intended to stop with just one generation. As Grandparents, our, our duties are still the same to pass down that, that knowledge and understanding of who God is and God's plan for the life of our children and our grandchildren. As parents, our, our job never ceases and never ends to be. Our job is to transfer those statutes and ordinances of God to our children. It's a lifelong commitment. Now, I get it and I understand. Believe me, I do. Our, our relationships kind of change when our children get older and they, they grow up and they become adults and they have lives of their own. And, but we're still mom and dad. We still have the responsibility to pass along and to transfer 
from generation to generation to generation the truth of who God is. You see, the problem is when we fall down on that duty, chaos ensues. We know that because we, we literally don't have to go but a couple of pages of God's Word farther into the book of Judges. And here's what we find. The Bible says that there was a generation that was raised up and they knew not God nor His ways. You know what that means? The family failed in those cases. The family failed. Because mom, dad, grandpa, grandma, uncle, aunt, our job is to make sure that those things are passed along from generation to generation to generation. It was always God's plan. It was always God's will for that to, for that to be the way it is. And when we fail to do that, we, we open the door for chaos to, to take charge of our culture and chaos to take charge of our, our society. And, and we find ourselves in the book of Judges where people said, well, everyone did what was right in their own eyes. Those values, those truths, those principles were never transferred that's the job of the family and dad you are the priest of your home well I don't want to be it doesn't matter you are you are the priest of your home that means it's your responsibility sir to make sure that you are leading your family in a way that brings honor and glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. And believe me, whether you like that responsibility or not, whether you accept that responsibility or not, one day you will stand before God and answer for that responsibility. Every one of us will, as fathers. We will have to look at the one who gave us those ordinances and those laws and the, and revealed his will and his love and his grace and his character to us and we'll have to look at him and explain why we fell down on our job of passing that along i thank god for those precious women who have had to step up and take that responsibility down through the years because the father simply wouldn't I thank God for those women who said, look, uh, he may not want this for our children, but I want this for our children. And I'm willing to make sure that they know about who God is, that they know about the plan of salvation, that they know about who Jesus is and what he's done for them. I want to make sure that they know about that. And if he refuses, then I want to make sure it happens. And I thank God for those precious women who step up. You'll never... Believe how many times when you're in ministry you hear things like this. I remember my mama used to take me to church. You hear this one too. I remember my grandma used to take me to church. Thank God someone has taken up the mantle of leading those children toward the fear and admonition of the Lord. But it's... Is so much more than just teaching our children to fear God and, and to know about God. It's our responsibility as family to help them know God. To help them know Him personally through the person of Jesus Christ. To help them, to help our children understand that there is a, there's a relationship that that a holy God wants to have with them, that they were created unique and special in every way. I appreciate the prayer of, uh, of Brother Giles when he said, there are no accidents. You were created unique and you were designed for a purpose. You were designed for a plan. You were placed here with a, with, with, with a plan in place. And, and God wants you to know what that is. And mom and dad, our job is to help our children find that. That's our job. We're to reflect his character 
within the confines of our home. And I understand that's difficult for us to do because we're fallen creatures. It's hard for us to reflect divine character when we're, we're, we're not divine people. But still, it's our responsibility in every way that we possibly can to reflect the divine character of Christ within our family and outside of our family. Because family is crucial to the advancing of God's kingdom here on earth. I love when we get to the, I love it when we get to the New Testament. And if you read through the New Testament, it is cloaked. It is, it is packed full of familiar language. God the Father, God the Son, the children of God, brothers and sisters in Christ. It's cloaked in the language of family because in the very beginning of of everything, it was God wanted to use family to display to the world what His relationship to His people looked like. And that's why you and I as believers are called children of God. He used that language and that terminology regularly, a household of faith. He called us his children. And when God chose to redeem the world, when his plan of salvation was enacted as it was already put in place long before the world was ever created, when he enacted his plan of salvation, He brought His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, to the earth in the context of a family. Mary, Joseph, His brothers, sisters. Jesus was raised in His, on this earth in the context of a family. That was God's design that His only begotten Son would, would grow and, and mature and, and develop physically in the, in the context of a family. So we are to maintain that foundation of family. Kingdom husbands and kingdom wives who raise Kingdom children under the Lordship of Christ. That's how God expands His kingdom on earth. In just a moment, we'll have a time where we can pause and reflect and process this. You say, Tommy, you're you're making me feel bad. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm not trying to guilt you, Dad. I'm not trying to guilt you, Mom. I just don't want you to miss your purpose and God's plan. Your children are looking to you. They're watching you. They're going to learn everything they learn from you. And they need you to be on point. They need you to have your life in line with Christ. So that as they walk in your footsteps, they too will walk in alignment with Christ. Can't tell you how many times over these past soon be 31 years in ministry. That I've had a mom or a dad, grandpa, grandma, that was responsible for their children and or grandchildren. Treat the things of God as a hobby. Something to do when you don't have anything else to do. And then they would lament when their children would grow up. And they couldn't find them in church. Couldn't get them to go to church. Couldn't, couldn't bribe them to go to church. But it was, it was because they were following the example they were given. Mom and dad, the next generation is in your care. Grandpa, grandma, the next generation is, is there. <laughs> and they're, they're looking to you. And, and I want to encourage you, be 
the godly man, the godly woman, the God-fearer that God wants you to be so that He can lead your children to a place where they know Him. As we sing this invitational song, I want to invite you. you don't, you're always welcome to come here and pray if you choose to do so. It's always open and welcome to you. Don't ever have fear of that, but the good news is, and, and, and for, for many people that's very intimidating, but the good news is God can hear your prayer right where, you're, right where you are. And it may be that, Dad, you need to, in this moment, whether you've done a good job up to this point or not is irrelevant. Whether you've blown it up to this point or not is irrelevant. Whether you've nailed it up to this point is irrelevant. Now we know what God's plan is. Today's the day. To dedicate ourselves, Dad, to be the priest of our homes and to say, as Joshua said, you choose for yourself who you're going to serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Mom, today's the day to say, I want to be that kingdom mom that displays the, the love and the grace of Christ to my children. So they grow up understanding who Jesus is and how I can know him better. Today's a great day to start. My children are grown, preacher. You don't understand. My children are grown and gone. That's my, my time for me is too late. Oh, no, it's not. You're still dad. You're still mom. You show them the change that Christ makes in your life, and I promise you, Christ to use it to make a difference in theirs. At this time, I, I want to invite our baptismal candidates to go ahead and make their way to their respective dressing rooms. So if those, those folks would just go ahead and, and make their way in that direction. And we'll prepare for baptism. But as they're making their way there, an opportunity to make a difference to make a change is in the here and in the now. So I want to encourage you, mom and dad, be willing to say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us the privilege of knowing family. We thank you, O Lord, that you have called us to be a part of not just the, the physical family that we're a part of, but you've called us to be a part of your family. To know you as our Heavenly Father, to know Christ as our Savior and Lord, in these, these moments that we have coming up, Lord, I pray that you would do a mighty work in the life of, of each parent, each soon-to-be parent, would-be parent, each grandparent, each uncle, each aunt. Lord, that today we would commit ourselves to living in such a way that the generations that follow us will see your power in our life that they will yearn to know the God that we serve. And that they will come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior because you have displayed in us and through us your love and your grace and your mercy. And they'll want that for themselves. Lord, today, may it be a day when kingdom families are established. That's for me and my house. We will serve the Lord. It's in Jesus' name we humbly pray. Amen. I ask you to stand as we sing.
Let us pray. Dear kind and gracious Heavenly Father, dear Lord, what a special and wonderful, wonderful day it's been. Dear Lord, I thank you for your blessings. You've bestowed upon us so readily and gratefully. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this time that we've been able to share together. I pray that as the the offerings that have been given, dear Lord, that you will use those to go out and let us do your good works in all the world around us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
singing, I invite you to be seated. Today we continue our celebration of what God is doing in the lives of people and doing in the lives of families. Jim, they want you to stay here. I think they're going to cannonball in. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it's, I appreciate you being willing to be here and to share this uh, special time with us. And so uh, very first off, I want to go ahead and, uh, and introduce you to Lila. Warm water, ain't it, sweetheart? Yeah. All right, I'll let you come stand right here. Uh, this is uh, our granddaughter, uh, Lila Almond. It was uh, her little brother, baby brother, that we dedicated just uh, a few moments ago. Lila made her profession of faith uh, back at the end of July. Uh, and what we didn't know at the time was that her brother was coming the very next week or so. So, we weren't able to baptize her at that time, and so we just decided we're going to make this a special day while we dedicate little brother. We're going to baptize Lila. So she has accepted Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior. Uh, she's asked him to come into her heart and to save her, and uh, so today uh, I'm very proud. I'm going to let you turn like this. There you go. Uh, to, I get to baptize my granddaughter today as my sister in Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spend your knees with her. someone that's four inches shorter than me to somebody that's a foot taller. <laughs> this is uh, Connor Mulligan. Connor has been a part of our church family for many years, uh, made his public profession of faith as a younger man, uh, has just most recently decided that he wanted to rededicate his life to the Lord Jesus Christ. And so he came asking to be rebaptized as a sign and symbol of that rededication. And uh, we are very happy to be able to do that today for Connor. So, brother, I'm going to get you to stand right here. No, you're tall. You're getting ready to hit a step if you do that. All right. Connor, I baptize you as my brother in Christ in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. as immersion if their beard doesn't get wet. <laughs> I'm we also have another baptism today, so at this time I'm going to invite uh, our Minister of Youth and Children, uh, Pastor Zach, to come in here and uh, take over this point. Do you want to follow him with the rest of your life? 
She gave a, a, a nod. Nah, so, Michaela, I'm asking you to I baptize my sister in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Buried in the likeness of death, and raised in newness of life. Baptism is such a special time. Um, let me close in prayer and we'll keep on going. Um, dear Father God, thank you for this day you've given to us. Lord, just thank you for this great day. We get to celebrate the new life that you give us in you, Lord. That we get to celebrate these public professions of faith. Lord, you bring people back to you that have gone astray. We get to um, just celebrate just all this newness and Lord, this picture of what you've done for us that we say, I identify with Christ. I want to follow him with the rest of my life, Lord. Um, just thank you for everything we had to do today with um, just focusing on the family, Lord, because the family is your primary tool of discipleship, Lord. If that falls apart, then everything else falls apart. Well, thank you for all that you are and all you've done for us. We love you and we thank you. It's your person I pray. Amen. Um, y'all are dismissed and ready to go. Love y'all. Have a great week.